Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast. My name is Michael, and I would like to be your teacher today. So hopefully you will let me and thank you for listening. Today is episode 121. It's getting very long now. And I'm going to be responding to your guys' excuses. Yeah, all of your excuses not to learn. I'm going to be responding to them later. So I've got really interesting ideas and very minimal plan. So let's see how this goes. I have no idea. But I just want to mention briefly first about the new Level Up English course page. So if you head over to levelupenglish.school, my uh, podcast website, there is a brand new members button at the top. And if you click the members button, you will see many different courses that I have available. One of these is the transcript. So if you enroll in the transcript course, you will have access to all past, present and future transcripts. So that should help your reading and listening. So you can read along to all these podcast episodes. So head over there if that sounds good. You'll also see other courses too. So I've got many, many courses that I'm updating almost every single day. And I've got plans in the future. So I'm going to, I'm planning to make a course on the IELTS exam to help learners pass the IELTS exam. And I've got more coming like that as well. So if it sounds good to you, head over to levelupenglish.school, click on the members button and hope to see you there. I think it's a lot of useful content and I'm sure you will like it. Okay, as I said before, what I did today was quite... In, well, I think it was interesting. I asked a question on Instagram, which was, what is your biggest obstacle in learning English right now? And I'm bringing it up right now on my phone. The word obstacle, we can also use the word hurdle. This means like something that gets in your way, right? Something like a big problem or something that stops you from progressing. So I got loads and loads of answers from people who you know, spoke about their obstacles and spoke about, for, for some reason, why they can't improve in English. So I thought I would pick a couple of the main ones, the ones that come up again and again, and respond to them and talk about what you can do to overcome that obstacle. Because I think a lot of people myself included, it's not as big as you think. It's definitely, what's the word? Um, surmountable? Yeah, the word surmountable means you can overcome something. You can get over your obstacle. It is surmountable. You can overcome it with usually less difficulty than you are expecting. So I had a few people saying like lack of free time, no free time, too busy with work, all that kind of stuff. So I thought this would be a good place to start. I don't have enough time to learn English. And I totally get this. I mean, I am also very busy, probably as busy as, as you know, everyone else. 
and it's very hard to find the time. I would say for 99.9% of people, when people say lack of time, what they really mean is English is not a priority. And I know this might upset some people. It sounds like, wait, that's not true. It's my priority. But if you think about it, think about your day, think about all of the things that you do in your on a daily basis, how much time is kind of wasted time? How much time do you spend on Instagram? How much time do you spend watching TV or um, even just kind of sitting down and staring at the wall, you know? <laughs> Whatever it is for you, I'm sure there is some time in your day that's kind of wasted. I would say the exception are people who work like, you know, 14, 15 hours every day. This is really tough. I would still argue in that case, you can do five minutes. You know, everyone should have a lunch break, right? Everyone has five minutes a day. So I don't know all of your situations, although... The people who answered were answering on Instagram. So if you, I mean, this sounds a little bit judgmental. I don't mean it to be that way because, you know, I also use Instagram. But I think if we have enough time to use Instagram, I think that also means we have enough time to study English as well, you know, study any language. So I would say start with five minutes a day, make it really, really short, really simple. And hopefully over time you can increase that. But yeah, my advice for people who lack time is to do a couple experiments, you know, maybe even for one week every day, write down everything you do in one day, write down all the times you do it, everything you do. And then at the end of the day, look at your kind of past agenda and see how much time is wasted. How much time do you spend on things that you don't like doing? And is there any way you can save time by doing things more efficiently, perhaps? Okay, so hopefully that was good advice. This is something that I think about myself all the time, so I I know how that feels. Another question I had a lot was, well, another response, not a question. Another response I had a lot was, I don't have anyone to practice with. So people said, lack of native speakers near where I live, uh, no one to practice with. People said, I can't find someone to talk with. And yeah, these are all common reasons not to study or not, I shouldn't say not to study, but not to improve, right? Reasons that are holding you back. And again, I think there are ways to overcome this. So I've mentioned them before in previous episodes. I've also got a YouTube video. I think it's called Finding a Language Partner or something like that. And I talk about how you can get speaking practice completely for free. So I know where you guys are from. A lot of you listening will be from, uh, well, Arabic speaking countries. You speak, you know, from China, you've got from Japan, Indonesia, India, uh, I think Poland and Russia. I've got a lot of listeners from these countries and Brazil as well, Portuguese speakers. So all of you guys, you all speak very popular languages. I don't think there are many listeners from small countries where no one's learning your language, you know. There's always people learning your language. And the great thing for you is there are so many English speakers in the world. So my best advice for you guys would be, you don't have to have native speakers near where you live. 
you don't even have to practice with native speakers, by the way. You can practice with other people who are learning who are not native. That's totally fine, totally useful as well. But yeah, I would recommend, you know, get on Google, go on search engine and type in language exchange online or online language exchange, uh, language partners, something like that. There are several websites where you can search for people who speak English and are learning your language. This is what I've done in the past where, you know, I'm learning Japanese. So I will search for people from Japan who are learning English. And then once a week, we would just have one hour talk or two hours, whatever, where 50% talk in English, 50% talk in Japanese. That way, everyone's happy, everyone's learning, and it's a lot of fun as well. And you're only using time. You're not spending any money. If you have more money and less time, then of course, I'd recommend getting a teacher. So I can help some of you. I can't help all of you, but I do teach online. I've got limited availability. And also there's websites like italki where you can get online teachers as well. So be careful when you say you can't find someone to talk to. Be careful you're not making excuses. I think for many people, it's going to be an excuse where it is possible. It just takes a little bit of research, a little bit of effort, and then you can find someone. So again, it's about making it a priority. Another excuse I had received, I received quite a lot of, is thinking in your mother tongue. So when people are trying to talk in English or even write in English, all of their thoughts are in their native language. And this is totally normal. I think probably 100% of people go through this. It's just the natural process of learning a language. You always start in your mother tongue and then you will eventually uh, start to think in another language. And there's different kind of stages of this too. I think if you've ever had a dream in English before, that's really exciting. You know, I've had that in languages before where I've had my first dream where I'm talking a different language in my dream. And I think this is a good sign that it's beginning to seep in. It's beginning to kind of go into your deeper memory, your deeper knowledge. That's a good stage. But yeah, I think it happens over time. So I would say immersion is a really good way to do this. There isn't any kind of hint. uh, There isn't really any trick or tip that you can do or any shortcuts that you can make. I think it really just takes time and immersion. So remember, immersion in the language doesn't have to be coming to England. It can just be surrounding your daily life with as much English as you can. The more that your brain hears English, the more that you're thinking about it consciously, the more you will start to think in English, right? It takes time, so be patient. Don't worry too much. Another tip I would say for thinking in English is focus less on vocabulary and more on collocations. I've done a whole episode about this, I think a long time ago on the podcast, but a collocation is like a phrase. So rather than, let's think of a good one now, let's say a common phrase is, what have you been up to? Yeah, what have you been up to? This is a really common, casual way of saying, what have you done recently? Tell me about your week. 
when I ask people, what have you been up to? I don't have to think what word I'm going to say next. You know, a lot of the things I'm saying today, I'm thinking a little bit. So when I hesitate or when I go, um, it's because I'm thinking of the word. But when I say, what have you been up to? I don't have to think, I don't have to go, what, um, ha- had, have, we, you, been, you know, I don't have to hesitate and think about every word because it's a set phrase. It's a common phrase that we say again and again. So my advice would be try to learn using these phrases. So rather than, you know, studying vocabulary, study phrases instead. Rather than writing down words, write down a whole phrase or sentence. Repeat it to yourself, practice it with other people, I think it's much, much more useful. And, you know, I will often give a vocabulary list on my podcast episodes, right? I think it's up to you guys to use this in a way that works for you. So rather than just learning the words from my podcast episodes, go to the dictionary, go to an online dictionary, write in the word, look for some example sentences and find some collocations. There's also some great collocation dictionaries out there. So that's going to help you much more when you can just say what you want to say or you don't have to think about each word. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay, what else did we have here? We also had a lot of problems about shyness, speaking in front of strangers, I'm too shy, I don't have the confidence, all that kind of stuff. That's a good one too. I mean, I can totally relate to this. I spent the first four or so years of my language learning journey not talking to anyone. And I remember I used to book language exchange sessions on Monday. And even from Friday, the whole weekend, I was so nervous about it. And I would say about 50% of the time I did cancel because I was just so scared. And it seems so silly now to me because I do this every day, you know. So if I can overcome my fear, you guys definitely can as well. Um, if you're if you're nervous about speaking in front of new people, it, I mean, the main thing is just practice. Put yourself out there. Make yourself uncomfortable. Have the mindset that you have to make mistakes. It's really important to make mistakes. When you make a mistake, rather than thinking, oh, no, what have I done? Change your mindset to think about, Yes, I made a mistake. That means I'm going to be one step better than I was before. I'm going to be one step closer to my goal of fluency. But yeah, I've learned from many, many years of experience that being shy is not who you are. It doesn't define who you are. You know, introverted might define who you are. I personally think that being shy is generally like a handicap, right? It it's not really a personality feature. It's something that I don't. Mm. This might be controversial, but in my own experience, I would say being shy is something that you should try to overcome because life gets so much better when you can overcome shyness. And once you believe that, once you understand that, I think that's the first step. So it's baby steps, baby steps. Put yourself out there, do something a little bit scary. It doesn't matter if you mess it up, if you go wrong. 
the success is not how well you do. The success is that you left your comfort zone. You did something scary. So even write it down, record it. Think about how good you felt when that happened. We will be right back to the Level Up English podcast after a short break. I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of The Silver King's War, a podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Stanley L. Silverfield, a first lieutenant in the United States Army Air Corps from Birmingham, Alabama, rode in the nose the greenhouse of the famed Martin Marauder. You can find The Silver King's War wherever you listen to podcasts. And use that motivation to fuel you and to keep you going to the next one and keep pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. And if you're anything like me, you might start to get addicted to that feeling. That, that feeling of overcoming your fears is a really good one. So hopefully you will learn that as well. But yeah, just practice, guys. So find a way to overcome your shyness. Baby steps every day. Another pattern that I see emerging a lot here in these replies is the one of laziness. I had loads of people saying I'm too lazy, I'm, I have laziness, I don't have motivation, all of these kind of things. I like this answer. I appreciate all of your guys' honesty because I think a lot of us wouldn't like to admit that. But yeah, we're all lazy from time to time. And I think there are a few ways to overcome this. I mean, first of all, Obviously, if you're you know, listening to this podcast, there is a reason why you want to learn English. So remind yourself of that reason. Keep that in mind. You know, what is your goal? What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve in your life? And how can English help you do that? It's really good to keep that in mind, at least in the back of your mind to kind of motivate you. But yeah, I know it's, it's not enough to have that. I think it's not enough just to think of what you want to do in the future. It also needs to be fun in the present as well. So I think a lot of reasons why people can feel lazy is because they see language learning as a chore. It doesn't have to be a chore. It can be as fun as you want. Anything you do in English is going to be language learning, right? So you think about the most fun that you can have using English. You know, forget about textbooks, Forget about even lessons. If you don't, if you think lessons are boring, forget about it. I really enjoy like video games, for example. So I might like to play games in English. You're, you guys are lucky because there's so many amazing games in English. And that can be your study. You know, you don't have to sit there with a notebook writing down the words. Just actively play the game and focus on the words that come up. That's all you have to do. And think of that as English study. And then over time, try to add more of these things as well. And eventually, if you do feel like you want to add in some lessons as well, that that would be good. But yeah, it doesn't have to be a chore. It doesn't have to be like that. Um, if you lack motivation, I've spoken about this a lot before. Motivation's good, but motivation will always disappear, right? No one is motivated 24-7. I love using my teeth brushing analogy. So it's a little bit different, I suppose, but we will hopefully brush our teeth every day. 
And we don't do that because we're motivated. We do it because it's a habit. And I think language learning should be a little bit similar to this. So I study languages every single day. In fact, I record it on my phone. Let me just check. Today, I have studied for 311 days without stopping. So it's coming up to a year now, every single day. Sometimes that's just five minutes. Sometimes that's two hours. You know, it depends on my motivation, depends on my time as well. Um, I'm not going to be too strict with how long I spend because every day is different. But at least I do something. And the reason I've been able to do that is because it's a habit. Just like maybe, I don't know, when you get out of the shower, you brush your teeth or whatever. You think you don't even think about it. You just do it. As soon as I wake up, I sit on my desk. Automatically, I think, OK, language study time. I don't have to think about what I'm going to do. It's just an automatic reaction. So I've got a course on the website all about this, how to make a routine with your study. It sounds quite boring, I know. I think it's very fun because when you have routines, you have more freedom and you can you can become the person who you, you know, dream of becoming and think about. Actually, that's that's a good point as well. Think about yourself five years in the future or 10 years in the future. Right. What kind of person do you want to be? I really believe that you can be pretty much anything you want. You, know, you can't change inherent things about you and how you look and all this stuff. But if you want to be a certain type of person, you can work to become that person. And it just takes a little bit of change every single day. But also remember, you'll never get to be that person that you want to be if you don't do anything today. So for example, in the future, I want to be someone who's confident. I want to be a confident public speaker. I want to be brave. I want to be healthy. I want to be admirable. I want people to look up to me. These are all things that I would like to be, say, 10 years in the future. But I try to understand that I'll never get to this if I don't do anything today. So the future version of myself is built on the actions I take today. So that, that always motivates me as well. You know, think about what would you, what could you do today to make your future self proud? And conversely, what could you do today to make your future self ashamed of you? you know, is there anything you're doing now where yourself in five years would feel remorse? You would regret what you did. Maybe it would be too much video games. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, hopefully that helps. Um, but yeah, again, if you want to check out my routine course, it's on Level Up English members section. And it walks you through the steps you need to take to build a solid routine and make English learning a habit. And it doesn't say you have to do it any specific way. I do give you advice on what your routine can be like but it's very customizable. So it really teaches you the basics of getting that routine in place and overcoming that step to, you know, lack of motivation, right? At the time of this recording, that routine course has a very small price. I think it's just five pounds, very, very affordable. Um, and that does help me because I put a lot of work into it and that, that does help me. But I will say, you know, if anyone's listening this far into the podcast, I want to reward you. So 
if you cannot afford that price or if you're in a country where you cannot pay, make payments abroad, um, I'll trust you to be honest, but let me know and I'll let you enter that course for free. So if you can pay, I would really appreciate that because it does help support me. But if you want to take that routine course and you cannot pay, send me an email and I'll give you free access. So that's my thank you for listening. And also I want to help people because I know I know that course can help and I don't want money to be a factor in why you can't do it. Okay, I had a few more excuses to get to. I think I've focused on the main ones though, the main ones. Um, I know this episode is going a little bit long, so I think I'll stop here for now. If you like this kind of episode, let me know. And I've got many, many more excuses that I can come back to in the future. So I could do a part two if you found it useful. Oh, so I take a breath now because I did a lot of talking just now. Hopefully you're not fed up of my voice because I'm going to leave you with a couple thank yous and an inspirational quote to you know fuel you for your day, I suppose. So I've got free reviews from Apple Podcasts, all from Saudi Arabia. One is from a username QKLEZR, and they said, you helped me. Thank you for your podcast. It's really useful. Simple and very kind. Thank you. Another one from Abdullah, and they said, hello from Saudi Arabia. I've been listening to the podcast for 50 days now. I'm on the... 87th episode. That's amazing. Thank you so much. That's really cool. 87 already. Wow. So I guess you will not hear this review for could be another 50 days or 40 days, but hello in the future to you anyway. They said this is an amazing podcast for intermediate learners and keep going. Thank you very much. I'm glad you think so. Last one today from Reem. I am Reem from Saudi Arabia and I want to say thank you for this wonderful podcast. I listen to it daily to improve my language and prepare for the IELTS test. That's very cool. You hear me daily. I'm I'm so happy that you can, you're willing to hang out with me every day. So thank you very much. And um, yeah, as I said, I am going to make an IELTS course in the future on the website. Hopefully it will be in time for you, Reem, but We'll see. Thank you very much for the reviews. Let's do one quote today from Richard Branson. I might have mentioned this on a previous one. I don't remember, but either way, I'm going to mention it again. So he said, you don't learn to walk by following rules. You learn by doing and falling over. I think that's a nice one. So yeah, thank you very much for listening today hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you in the next one goodbye for now you have been listening to the level up english podcast if you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast that's levelupenglish.school slash podcast and I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.